Welcome back to the Morning Skate. I'm your host, Garrison. Got a very special guest in today, uh, coming all the way from Sweden. Uh, myself and Jimmy have been talking a lot of brands lately, and this is by far one of the biggest and most exciting ones for me to have on. We have Hans Victor and Per Mars from Mars Blades. Welcome to the Morning Skate. Thanks, boys. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you guys. It's uh, 8 a.m. my time here in New York, and uh, two o'clock your time, so really is the morning skate. <laughs> Definitely, we're honored to be on. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Marsblade's been a, a giant company. Uh, you guys have been exploding, it seems, since COVID, and my dad got a pair recently of the R01s. Um, really excited to get into the technology and kind of the history behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So normally we kind of start off with um, what led you to what's going on, but I figured for our audience, it might be cool to just kind of go over the flow motion technology as a base point. Um, and then we'll go, we'll go from there. I actually can pull up this, this video as well. Um, but do you guys want to just kind of go over what is Mars blades kind of an overview um, kind of yeah, company for uh, anybody? Maybe I can start a bit on uh, how it all started. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, a bit bit of background on me. I, I used to play uh, hockey and uh, professional level uh, uh, here in Sweden. Uh, I was drafted by the Blue Jackets uh, back in 01. Um, and uh, I hurt my back. Uh, when I was around the, in the twenties, uh, so I never I had a short short career, uh, but was always looking for ways to improve my uh, training. When I was playing, uh, I was always really interested in in the off-ice training side, and and I did a lot of uh, um, experimenting with uh, uh, balance and stability training. Uh, so I noticed a huge improvement on the ice, and uh, um, I, I tried regular inlines, uh, but uh, like most ice hockey guys, I, I didn't really like the feel uh, of that uh, since it. So to me, it was pretty clumsy and and uh, rigid, yeah. uh, and uh, I don't know if you agree on that <laughs> yeah totally i mean uh clunky is kind of the word that comes to mind and definitely my lower back after a couple miles uh yeah it's just not the same so i um i i came up with this idea to improve uh i mean i with the with the effects i felt on the more generic sort of uh, balance and stability training i I figured it would be even better to train my balance over when when you're skating. I mean, you you you're it's uh, the challenge of uh, finding your weight over the foot back and forth 
which is uh, hard to train uh, in any other way than skating. I mean, it's not a, it's a, skating is a unnatural way of moving. Uh, it's not natural for us humans to, to be skating. So, um, and it's, it's hard to find a good way to replicate that uh, training. Um, and uh, so I, I, I was uh, trying to, um, I tried to, my first attempt uh, to improve my skating that way was to remove the, uh, the rear front and rear wheel. So I tried uh, just the two middle wheels. Oh, wow. uh, uh, but then uh, that was uh, a bit, uh, a bit too, too challenging. Let me just close the, close the door here. Uh, so uh, I, I, uh, uh, I then uh, thought, thought of the idea of implementing the, the rocker between the wheels and the boot and creating this split chassis uh, to, to get a more natural way of the of, of, of uh, challenge challenging the balance and started uh, uh, doing some prototypes and uh, uh, the first one was not so good uh, really didn't uh, feel like a, like I wanted at all but the, the second one uh, was uh, was great so I felt right away when I tried it that wow this is really special feel uh, and felt uh, really close to ice skating uh, so that's sort of uh, how it all started uh, so it, it was both both for mimicking ice skating but also to challenge your balance more uh, than when you're skating so that's i think one one thing that uh, it surprises a lot of guys when they they're using it and i see a lot of uh, feedback from customers that they uh, not only like the feel but they that when they go back on the ice they feel uh, uh, stronger uh, uh, and and that's because which you're you're challenged more in the balance um, uh, when you're skating especially on the I don't know if you see the different wheel setups with the advanced setup uh, you it's very challenging and then so you, your body is uh, forced to to improve uh, the movement pattern and and uh, uh, engaging stabilizer muscles uh, more than you have to on ice so uh, uh, when you go back on the ice you you have uh, improved your your movement patterns and your that's why you, you can you feel that you're stronger I don't know. Did you have you got a chance to try them out yet, or I have a little bit. My my father got them last month, and his are, his are a size or two too big. So I'm I'm looking forward to trying them. Um, ah, okay. I rollerblade quite a bit, um, and I I know what you mean. Where it's like you, it's just not it's just not the same, um, and that makes a lot of sense that the training aspect behind it with um, the balance point will make your muscles stronger. It's really fascinating. Um, and I, I mean, going so th making the first prototypes. I mean, that, that's uh, uh, sort of how it all started. I had a, 
I felt a, a great product and and uh, um, and uh, take, taking the first steps, but uh, I also felt that um, I didn't really know what, how to take it further, and that's when Hans uh, came in the uh, the picture. Uh, uh, I met him and uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a better company builder than skater, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so my background as an entrepreneur, I, I've done quite a few companies. So I, I knew from the start uh, when I met Per and he showed the invention that there was something in there. And also that Per as uh, I mean, it's equally important to have someone that can uh you know take the company uh forward so pair being a an athlete uh knowing that what hard work is and having that invention uh, it, it was a no-brainer for me to uh, invest in getting involved in it and also i immediately saw the potential of broadening the the, the technology into other product categories. Mm -hmm. So I mean, Pear was pretty focused on on the O1 uh, and didn't really see the other product categories. So I think with my experience of uh, of uh, building companies and see a broader potential, we started to you know try the technology out in uh, other areas. Uh, and uh, that's how the, the product platform that we now have started to build, where we, you know, obviously got into ice ice skates, which is a tougher one to solve technically. But so it's taken a while, but uh, we knew already from trying the first prototype that uh, we were onto something. Uh, even though it cracked in about five seconds, Per got the feel that there's something here. And then that also trying it, uh, doing prototypes for both the alpine and cross-country skiing and, and other ice and roller categories. So we have a very solid product platform where ice hockey is the foundation and the springboard for or the technology going into other areas. So, but at the moment we, we need to keep the focus on the hockey segment in order to, to build the business further uh, later on. But uh, it, it's, so, uh, of course, roller hockey as well as uh, uh, yeah, yeah. we already. Right. Which is, yeah. uh, uh, if you saw that, I mean, you probably have seen that, that we have two different models of the, the, the roller uh, product, the O1 and the R1. Uh, yeah, yeah. so the R1 is designed for like roller hockey players and the O1 is for guys like me who play hockey and just want to train and get that real feel. Exactly. Yeah. And, and obviously the I, I2 and the, uh, the I1 are strictly performance products for, you know, being faster, uh, being more energy effective, or being a better hockey player, 
So it's it's a performance product, not a training product. Sometimes yeah. people mix that up and think, okay, do they have a nice trainer as well? But but it's it's not about that. It's a better on all aspects. Yeah, I mean, you you just mentioned the skiing and alpine skiing, and um, I think back to the parabolic ski and when that was uh, introduced to the market. Now all skis are have that curve rocker feel, and it really revolutionized the whole. Um, skiing market so I can see how this rocker technology flow motion will will do that and I saw on your website you guys had a 5% increase on the ice um, or up to that um, I can also I think it might help if we've got any viewers I can just add this um, but it looks like um, if you guys want to explain yeah the video, uh, so the technology is the same as on the bowler, but as you can see there in the simulation, the, we have a fixed uh, uh, support in the in the front. So there's there's only movement from uh, the middle and uh, back. Uh, so you still get the, the support when you push off uh, with the toe, uh, which you want for for uh, performance. Um, and uh, this is our i1, uh, the, the 1.0 version. Uh, and mm -hmm. we're in the process now of uh, launching the, the 2.0 soon. So, uh, which uh, we have, uh, where we have some uh, significant uh, improvements uh, versus uh, this first version. So it's, uh, it's much, much lighter. It's, uh, pretty identical weight as uh, the other uh, other holders on the market um, has a quick release and uh, way better feel and uh, uh, weight energy transfer uh, and uh, uh, much easier and, and better to adjust the, the rocking movement so it's a really exciting uh, launch for for us, uh, so we actually have we've had the first uh, pro players on it already this season uh, mm -hmm. in in Europe. Uh, uh, one of them uh, Swedish. We had it in the Swedish uh, national team actually uh, going into the world uh, world championships here. Uh, so um, it's been up up on the highest level, and and uh, we have. Uh, uh, planning for NHL uh, players uh, to get on it here during the summer. So exciting wow. times. Yeah, that is, that's exciting. Congratulations on that. Um, yeah, we will also have uh, on our advisory board uh, as both, uh, you know, helping out with uh, the testing and the, the recruiting of players are uh, Henrik Sederberg and uh, Nick Cromwell. So they're, they're quite involved in the company. Uh, very active now, especially when it comes to the launch of the I2 later on this year. Yeah, I was going to ask about, you know, guys like Zetterberg who are such, you know, renowned skaters. And um, you see Evgeny Malkin and Austin Matthews as your endorsers too. Um, I think even McDavid was was wearing them during COVID. Um, what, how how important is that to you in those relationships and that um, kind of keeping those connections? And it's it's pretty cool.
cool to, for someone like me to see like holy cow austin matthews is rocking these like they like, getting malkin like they gotta work you know yeah obviously it's very important to have i mean some of the best guys in the world uh, endorsing the product and actually investing in, into our company because they believe in the product so uh, i mean that's the best uh, uh marketing best way of, of uh, uh, giving the product, yeah. Yeah, verifying. verifying the product's quality is that the best players in the world use it. So, and uh, it's fair to say that Austin is at least the best goal scorer in the world right now. Yeah. Of course, all thanks to Mars Blade. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, I mean, we were really happy to have him on board, and now also uh, Shane Wright, as you've seen, uh, which uh, we think will be the next big big name in the, the years to come. So he's also equally enthusiastic about the technology and everything. So, and uh, he he also invested into the company. So there, all of the hockey players that that. Are, are on board are actually shareholders and have uh, I mean most of them have paid us instead of us paying them because they think it's a good investment uh, they believe in the products which we're of course extremely happy to have them on board yeah that's incredible you don't you don't really see that too often I'm sure in athlete endorsements and you know, that says that says a lot um, about their beliefs in the technology and just you guys as a company as a whole it's amazing yeah and also i mean they're the great guys all, all the guys that are, are with us i mean they're uh they they are very involved uh, and uh, giving feedback on all valuable feedback on all sorts of stuff so it's great for us yeah it's awesome um so what uh i'd like to kind of get into a little bit of um how i i'm not sure how it was in sweden i assume your rinks were shut down during uh the coronavirus pandemic and you know here in the united states everybody was hope wasn't able to get out on the ice so we rollerbladed a lot last summer and um i'm assuming the lack of ice was beneficial for for your company um, in a way, but it's, it seems like rollerblading as a whole um, really, really took off. And I've talked to, you know, hockey wraparound and Green Biscuit, and they said, you know, a lot of the similar things. De definitely. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. I, I mean, we could definitely last year see a, a COVID effect mm -hmm. uh, that, and since then, I, I think the, the, the whole segment has had uh, tremendous growth, which is, of course, for us having a superior technology and a better product than, than what's out there, it, it's sort of making way for all of the other products that, that, were, that we will be launching in the roller segment. So uh, the growth is, the, the timing, business-wise is perfect for us uh, and uh, I mean having so many NHL players using it is uh, of course making way for 
a continued growth. And I mean, we just sort of scratched the surface so far. Uh, since, I mean, I think uh, nine, more than 90% of our turnover is still North America, like 50% is Canada. Mm -hmm. So we haven't had the, the resources to, to, uh, to, to go into other territories like Russia, for instance, which is as big as uh, North America and, and and the rest of Europe is also sort of a blank spot for us so far. So uh, we have a, a, a lot to do and still, of course, in North America, the, the market is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you, I, I noticed there's a lot of, um, you know, Mars Blade, um, iced conversions as well, like at the local pure hockey, they're doing them. My friend um, says he people come in all the time for uh, the rocker transition. Um, are you also selling retail in in North America, or is it everything online, uh, direct to consumer? No, we. I mean, we uh, we've seen such a big demand, and all of the big retailers have reached out to us. Uh, I mean, we've uh, up until this year we've been fairly much everything online. But uh, I mean, the pressure from all the big ones of, of uh, you know wanting to to sell it, we sort of we, we started to to sell retail too. But frame kits only, not with the boot. So. Mm -hmm. uh, they are just selling the chassis but we haven't started doing uh, boot sales yet but uh, and also it's about from a company perspective it's about reducing risk too since uh, you know we we uh, i mean a lot of retailers had a lot of trouble last year obviously because of covid i think yeah, bauer and ccm uh, had a lot of trouble with retailers not being able to pay or so we're a bit cautious about retail even though we of course think that we need to have it to some certain extent uh in order to you know display the product so so so, so to speak so yeah. uh, we're, we're we're looking over that, but there's a big demand from retail, so they they want. So we have it out there on all big accounts now. I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. That's that's exciting uh, as well. So you mentioned the the R1, the O1, the ice skates, um, and then that's the chassis transition for the um, players to swap out existing skates um, is do you see the ice like actual your ice holders as being kind of your your next big frontier with the new um, the new model coming out as well yeah definitely uh, I mean our our vision is of course to to make it a new standard. We think and we know that it's it, it, its potential of being so much better than traditional technology is 
similar to when the clap skate came or the the carving ski came so we think it has the potential but uh, i mean uh, business wise we we don't think that we can do it ourselves so we sort of you know uh, we we want to do it in partnership with other companies because in order to to quickly penetrate the whole market we we need to to have partners building that yourself takes too much time so uh, yeah. for the ice skate it, it, it's uh, something that we're looking into that's awesome and that's uh yeah wise from a entrepreneurial standpoint to get partners and people doing the same the same thing um Per, per, I was wondering if you had just entrepreneurship advice or someone like myself, a young hockey player that wanted to start um, in the hockey business or anyone listening who, um, you know, may have an idea and where to start. Per? Do you hear oh, him? Say that again. Sorry, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, I was, I was curious if you had advice for a young entrepreneur or young hockey player who may have a business idea in hockey. Uh, I mean, uh, for me, starting off, it was uh, solving. I think I mean, it's important that it's something you're not doing it out of passion uh, something that you really believe in and not to i mean I, I was i was i started working on the idea to solve a problem that i felt was uh important and not i mean my, my ambition wasn't to to create a business and make money uh and i think maybe that's a a good foundation uh that uh since the, it's a long and bumpy road to to make something a big out of it I, i've found out throughout the years uh and a uh, good thing being i mean at the start you have to be it might be good to be a bit naive to to keep going but uh, uh i mean having that drive and and the belief in the in the technology and, and, and the product um to have the endurance uh to really uh, battle through all the tough times uh, uh, it's a, a good uh, a good start I think uh, but uh, yeah I mean uh, be stay sticking with it and, and, and having the endurance and, and uh, surrounding yourself with good people I think uh, is uh, is uh, a, a key you can't you can't be doing everything yourself you you need to find people around you that uh, that complement you and and uh, and do the stuff that you can't do yourself uh better uh i think that's uh maybe the, the probably the best tips yeah that was great advice um i mean you you really built built the technology for yourself based on your own personal want and need for the um, the technology and the blade. And um, so that I'm sure that helped in seeing it through and being like, all right, this is working for me. I need to, you know, keep it going and 
that's great. Great also advice about surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, bringing in Hans, who has entrepreneurial experience, I'm sure. Uh, you know, you have athlete, business, all all essential parts of starting and um, scaling. It's like, it's like building a hockey team. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you need uh, uh, forwards. You, you, you need uh, defensemen. You yeah. need a good goalie. So yeah, you, you need skills on all parts of the court. So uh, and, and and that takes time to build build a good team. Yeah. Uh, and build a winning team. So uh, I think we've come quite far there. So we're, uh, you know, we're entering the big leagues now, it feels like. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect analogy of building a team. Here at the Morning Skate, we have like 17 of us. Some, some are writers and bloggers and others do podcasts like me and I handle, you know, some of the business and marketing and I'm not as good at like what's actually going on in the NHL and keeping up to date with that stuff. But those guys are stronger at that. And um, we all have our unique skills and strengths and it's awesome to be part of a team like that. Um, what, uh, just cu curious kind of uh, life in Sweden and growing up and um, kind of the hockey scene there compared to um, America and, you know, Canada. Have you have you guys played over uh, here? I can't comment on the hockey scene. I'm more of a tennis player. So yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to make it yeah, over I mean, there. I, I grew up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up and played here. Uh, and uh, I mean, I had a season in uh, the USHL uh, in Lincoln Stars uh, uh, when I was 19. Twenty, so I have a, a bit to compare with in that sense. Uh, um, but uh, I mean, it's it's Sweden is of course a great uh, hockey country. We have a, a strong hockey culture, so it's uh, it's great. Uh, um, uh, a lot of great players and, and coaches and a, a, a good a good uh, uh, hockey culture. So, uh, but. Uh, I mean, for me, it was, uh, I think, a big difference coming to, to the U.S. and playing uh, juniors in the U.S. was the, uh, I think it was pretty obvious that the competitiveness was higher in, in, uh, in I mean, obviously, there's a lot more players, and uh, I think it was more uh, higher demands, and I mean, there's more more uh, guys battling for each spot on every team, so uh, I think uh, uh, good. Uh, I mean, in a good way that uh, there there's room for uh, players to uh, uh, develop late and and be late bloomers uh, because they you're not. Uh, uh, pushed aside early uh, here uh, you can uh, but at the same time I think um, my feel uh, uh, when I came over was that uh, I mean 
I was pushing myself a lot harder. I, I got pushed a lot harder to to develop at each practice and and uh, that side. Uh, so I think that that uh, at least I mean I I'm. I can't comment on how it is now. So it, it, a lot has changed uh, since I was a junior uh, 20 years ago. Uh, but uh, that was uh, something I thought about that. Uh, I mean, um, the the competitiveness, the, it was uh, much uh, tougher atmosphere uh, uh, versus uh, Sweden. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for, for me growing up here, it's like you had to play juniors and play at a really high level even to get into the, the lower college levels here. Uh, it's just so much competition. That's good. I'm, I'm, uh, Nebraska is a unique place to, to be stationed, and um, you're, you're welcome to come to New York. Anytime you're in New York City or the area here, both Jimmy and I and uh, the Morning Skate team will show you a good time. The different experience. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've spent uh, quite a lot of uh, time. I spent quite a lot of time actually uh, throughout the years in in New York. So uh, uh, I I know know my way around a bit there uh, uh, too. But I'd be happy to. Would be great to meet up uh, next yeah, time totally. I come there. Yeah, we're planning a North American tour as soon as COVID okay. sounds to, you know, mm -hmm. we're doing a test tour for the I-2 and, and so on. And uh, then, then we'll be sure to look you up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our, our audience is a lot of guys like me who played competitively and are now in uh, what we call beer league. And... Um, you know, do you see, I know a, a lot of your, your technology is kind of focused on training and younger players, I know. Um, but do you see a lot of uh, guys like me or? Um, I mean, that, that market is as big. It, I mean, right. it makes skating so much more fun. And, and I mean, if doesn't matter if you're an NHL player or a beer league player or, you know, kids wanting to do spontaneous street hockey games it's much more fun i mean we see that all over the place now that uh, it's something that we think could grow hockey as a whole uh actually and the nhl tried to do this in the 90s uh you know they, they were trying to grow hockey through uh, inline skating uh it was called the nhl breakout wow where they arranged a lot of you know nhlers playing in lines in in front of stores and out out in the streets to to market hockey but uh, it sort of failed because in lines weren't uh, as similar as they wanted to to real hockey so uh, we think it's time for a, a new nhl breakout where you can do it with morse plates uh to to you know to reach out to new target groups uh, other social groups that may, maybe can't afford playing hockey so this is uh, a cheaper introduction uh, where you can you know try it out uh, it, it won't cost you as much as you know trying real hockey
So we we think it it, it works in, in in any any of the target groups. Yeah, that's awesome. S sign us up for that breakout. We'll put together a team or something. But, yeah. um, oh, yeah, we're, we're discussing that now to uh, cool. doing that next season. So uh, it's a big operation. So uh, need to have a lot of partners in doing it so uh we, you can be one of them <laughs> right on that's yeah that's awesome um and you touched on like the accessibility of it i know hockey wraparound and just ball hockey all these things about bringing in hockey as a whole um increasing the exposure of the sport is um it's really beneficial to have that in gym class and ball hockey and all these kinds of opportunities for players that may not have um, the money or the resources or ice time available to them. So I, I saw that on your on your mission page as well to increase accessibility for the sport. So I, I think definitely. I mean, our leading words are anywhere, anytime. So yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I think that uh, although, although, as you mentioned, I mean, big, big, uh, uh, customer groups are, uh, of course, uh, juniors and kids uh, that are aspiring to be elite players. Uh, we have pro players, we have beer leaguers, but we also have, a, I mean, uh, outside of North America, where you have uh, in in tiny hockey countries that maybe don't, I mean, they have a very limited access to ice and and uh, uh, very very i mean like uh, yeah all over the world we it's so uh, cool to see uh, um, customers that with the with the feedback of helping us our product helping them to to be able to to train uh, uh, finding finding good ways to train uh, and uh, uh, sort of yeah, in in very non non uh, non traditional hockey countries. So uh, it's uh, it's definitely yeah, it's it's uh, cool and inc uh, really encouraging for the team to see the 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 whole range yeah. of uh, of uh, our customer base. It's also it, it's I mean it's getting quite expensive to be on ice all the time. So if you can you know find a mix of uh, being on, on on Mars plates with being on ice and uh, and the transition is seamless then uh, it, it becomes cheaper for more people to play right. uh, so I think uh, uh, it, it's good for all levels right it's like you don't have to practice from September to June when you and you know in the spring and the fall you can be blading a lot um that's awesome well thank you guys so much for coming on i i really appreciate it everybody uh go check out mars blades what's the marsblades.com is the best way for people to get in touch uh, with you yeah. thanks a lot for having us yeah it was it was an honor to be on and uh we hope to be on again yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do another one. What's that? 
So we'll be sure to set you up too. With uh, we got to get you on on our products more. I know. Yeah, I know. Jimmy and myself and a couple of the other guys were all pumped up to hear I was talking to you guys. So maybe we can set yeah. something up. Uh, but I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks for having us. Bye.